world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain, in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that free and forgot, you can always listen to Second Amendment Broadcast in the nation. To it. First news flash before I introduce our guest, pedophile, billionaire, hundred millionaire, whatever he is, Jeffrey Epstein, found dead in his cell yesterday. Ha <laughs> ha, rotten hell. The only thing I would have preferred is if some inmates formed a rough circle around you and they would have found him dead with an open umbrella in his arse. Okay? That would have a made me. A rough circle? F- is that a thing? Yeah, form him? a rough circle around him oh. and uh, reenact a prison rape scene. And mm-hmm. uh, an umbrella in his arse would have been perfect Good. for me. But Good. you know what? Uh, the day before he mysteriously committed suicide, he released a n- bunch of names of people who oh. were part of the pedophilia <laughs> ring. Yes, so he's so going. So Mr. Clinton is on there. He's go- going Governor? down. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, how about our uh, illustrious uh, senator? Uh, what's his name? Not senator. Menendez. Oh, Menendez. Menendez. Well, mm-hmm. they, those girls were too old for him. He likes. He was. He likes the single digits. <laughs> so does, yeah. the next thing I want to talk about before I introduce Allegedly. our guest is. Uh, no, I didn't say allegedly. Oh. So I don't care. So anyway, listen to me. Uh, if you haven't seen Ant's Rants, Gene Rossi, many other people have been contacting me. I have been uh, tripled down shadow banned on almost all social media platforms. Well, uh, can you my, blame them? My Twitter, uh, my Twitter retweets are almost non-existent. Really? Instagram has That's my bad. account locked. I can only... Uh, I can only post a picture or a video, no comments, no hashtags. People that tag me in posts, I can't like them, I can't comment them on them. So I'm not, it's been about nine days now. So I'm not avoiding you or ignoring you. I can't do it. And I'm getting tons of messages from people from Facebook that they're not seeing my rants. And I'm posting them. Now, Instagram owns Facebook. Facebook mm-hmm. owns Instagram. Twitter, Jack Dorsey is another big pussy. Oh, excuse me, an alleged big pussy. Uh, so basically... I'm being uh, LinkedIn is still allowing me to post stuff. YouTube, we had to reset our account two weeks ago. I couldn't post any videos to YouTube, and now my click rate went from the hundreds to the tens and elevens every time I post something now. So what it is is I was what they call like red flagged uh, throughout their social media liberal network where they report each other. The other thing that could be happening on Instagram. Uh, and Facebook is people are reporting me that find me offensive but the biggest reason is alleged competitors could be reporting me daily which is allowing my content to remain blocked. See that's old fashioned pussy capitalism where you can't beat me head to head so you have to do underhanded dirty nasty tricks so I want everybody to find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube like me, share me, follow me comment me. I need to try to break back out of it again until MeWe or something else blows up where we have something for a conservative platform but wow I'm, re- I'm really getting hit hard I was getting, I was getting like 18,000 impressions on a rant on Instagram I get like 600 now 
Yeah, That's from 18,000 to 600 on wow. my analytics. I can't comment. I can't <laughs> post. And then Russ Semerin sends me an email. He goes, Aunt, I sent you a message on Instagram and a post, and you didn't get back to me. I'm like, dude, I can't. And I didn't have your email. You're my Instagram friend. Now I, now I know that you come. So it's, it's definitely a concerted effort. Uh, I knew this was going to happen eventually. Mm, sure. Share with your friends and family Gun for Hire Radio, gunforhireradio.com. We have an app on, um, you know, in a Google Play Store and, of course, on iTunes. But you can just go right to the gunforhireradio.com link. But share it, like, and follow because it's, it's only going to get worse. We're planning some epic shows in the future. It looks like we're going to have Mark Cheeseman and Jay Factor on for one show. And then we're probably going to have Jay Factor on for two more shows talking about the history of the Second Amendment and all the lawsuits and all the court cases and everything that's happened the past 100 years in New Jersey or 150 years in New Jersey uh, leading up to where we are today. Because we all know that Jay can talk for about 16 hours on this, and yeah. it's riveting, yeah. and it's interesting. It's not boring. Yeah. So, Now, speaking of uh, riveting and not boring, we have pound for pound the largest firearms instructor on the planet in the studio right now we have none other than the head the captain the chief of the second is for everyone and diversityshoot.com the most unselfish mm -hmm. charitable man you're ever going to want to meet tony simon thank you very much anthony and i really do enjoy helping people so let me help out with the technical thing if you find yourself in prison, surrounded by prisoners, they are not going to reenact a prison rape scene. A prison rape scene is about to happen. <laughs> Starring you. <laughs> yeah, so Epstein, uh, Epstein committed suicide. Anyway, so Tony, you're on the whole show. And I, I covered a lot of stuff, and we're going to go over Cheeseman and Gillard and everything else and a few other things that are happening state and obviously with all of these crazy mass shootings that are going on. But how many years is it now since you uh, launched the second is for everyone, diversityshoot.com? February 2015. Oh, my God. Wow. So it's going to be five wow. years. It's four and a half years now. It seems like yep. yesterday. Yeah, I called Anthony up uh, beginning of February. I don't even, yeah, beginning of February. And uh, I said, hey, Ann. <laughs> Could I have the classroom maybe for a little while and just talk about Second Amendment stuff with just minorities, so like in the, in the month, whenever? He said, how about uh, Thursday? <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> I, I need a little more time, Anthony. So a week later was the first Second is for Everyone diversity shoot, which I made the mistake of calling the African-American diversity shoot. <clears throat> and that got the state police to show up for the very first event, which is amazing. Are you serious? Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, all of a sudden, out of the blue, and I had no friends. I had nothing. Second Amendment, Second is for Everyone wasn't even a Facebook page. It was just people I knew on Facebook. I put the post out. And all of a sudden, a guy said, hey, yeah, I'm with the state police. I just came to check it out. My friend and gave me some name. And I'm like, I knew everyone who I was friends with on Facebook because I only knew like 100 people. Yeah. Yeah, there was. I got picked up somehow. And um, I was like, all right, I'm cool with this because we're talking about Second Amendment in New Jersey, what it takes to get a um, firearms ID card, uh, the stupidity of the laws, and I introduced um, the four guys that showed up to shooting firearms. We had a great time. Uh, the state police officer went in with a 45 caliber STI 1911, and we shot up all of his ammo. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, the first one, four people showed up. 
They all came late. Tony has a, a habit. He's crazy like us, Sandy. If the diversity shoot starts at 6, he rolls in around 3.30. Yeah. Right. He gets everything set up, and then he impatiently waits because he wants he's OCD and he wants everything to be perfect. And that first one, you know, it started at 6, and, like, the four people didn't show up to, like, 6.30, quarter 7. He thought it was going to be a bust. And because of volunteerism and the second being such a big tent, he basically had 30 volunteers and instructors here for four students. But no one looked at it as a negative because it was the first one. Right? Am mm -hmm. I right, Tom? Am I pretty close with those numbers? Um, actually, the very first time, no. The 30 volunteers that were here were volunteers working with you for the Recall Sweeney thing. That's oh. when I met Dan Ingram. Ah, okay. He was here. And That's NewJerseyConcealmentFurniture.com. New Look him up. And it was Sean and me waiting on four dudes to show up that got here for the 6 o'clock start at 7.30. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Anthony told me, don't worry about it. And after it was over, I apologized to Anthony because it was the first time I ever done anything on Facebook invite or the Facebook event page. And 26 people said they were coming. Wow. Guess who learned a lesson about yeah. Facebook. Right. So, and anyway. what people say and what people do. Yeah, yeah, what people say and what people do. So um, anyway, it turned out like that. Anthony told me not to be discouraged and continually do it. He said consistency will make it grow, and he was 100% right. And uh, we've been doing it every two months uh, or so. And now it's so big he has to have people register online so he can control the crowds. Mm. And he's managed to cull the herd with the volunteers. He rotates them so he has just the right amount of volunteers here to help, which is tremendous. You should give a shout-out to all your volunteers, too. You know most of them by name cause, uh, because they drive from every corner of the state of yeah, New Jersey right. and mm -hmm. Pennsylvania yeah. right. to come here and they lug their guns and you know it's interesting we get guys like Walter Hossel call me up and say I got you know four cases of ammo uh, I wanted to give it to Tony right we've had that yeah, Ed Green yeah, won yeah, Ed Green. Uh, in a platinum event he won a, what was it a case of nine a case or something? of nine David case Lewis. of nine millimeter and we say here you go one he goes give it to Tony for the diversity shoot yes yeah, that know? was amazing and humbling at the same time because I, I know the people I see. I don't know the people that are reached that I can't. Um, and I'd, listen, I'm going to go ahead and say the names that I can think of off the top of my head. But it, 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 if I miss anybody, it's don't because Make I'm sure not you miss part. Angelo. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 Angelo Yacone is one of them. He's, he's great. Love him. Um, <clears throat> I love Wong, them all, actually. Alan Wong. Rosie. My cigar man. Go yeah, ahead. It, Rosie. My Nick, other cigar man. Nick Wong. See, so you got the Wongs confused. I'm sorry. Nick Wong. Nick Wong's my cigar, cigar guy. guy. Alan Wong's not my cigar no. guy. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Nobody got, messes with the Wongs. We got the Wong Wong. Yep, we got Brian Goldberg. We got, we got Ray DeJour. We just have all these guys that have come out and helped us. Of course, Sean Fisher, because he'll cry if I don't mention <laughs> I met Sean Fisher in April. At, they took a SOAR class in Belleville about 172 years ago. We clicked, hit it off. They were huge in paintballing. They were doing some security work with SORA. Mm -hmm. And now Sean Fisher owns Black Bag Resources. He's a huge volunteer uh, with all of the 2A causes. And uh, he's, you know, Tony's wingman, for lack of Pretty a better much. term. And he's up here for, I think he missed one event, right? Then yeah, he, he missed one and happened. I missed one. Yeah, you both missed one each, so <laughs> which is pretty cool. So now these guys come up and and they bring so many new people and like you know Sandy says each one reach one. You know, you're in the thousands now. You know, across yeah. the board of how many right. new shooters you've introduced. Well, I was listening right? to Ish being here the other week and and he was like, yeah, you know, twenty, thirty, forty people he's introduced. Alan Wong's the same way, and then I went, wow, and I've facilitated. 
Right. Right. Lots right. of lots of people. Oh, right. and let's not forget the women that come here and volunteer, like Rhiannon, right. like um, right. Rhiannon Tang, like uh, Sandy and um, Sandy Mulder. Sherry. Yes. Yeah, Sherry Spivak. Those Sherry and Sandy are from the uh, the Soul Group, Group, Second Amendment Women. We all see, and then Rosie is from CNJFO. Right. Uh, Dan Grotovich is CNJFO. You Linda. see how, Linda, Linda Walker, and uh, what's her husband's Linda name? Dorling. Do, 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 yeah, Linda Dorling. Yeah, Linda Linda uh, Daring. Let me tell you something. Uh, it's amazing how unselfish everybody mm-hmm. is, you know. And when we tell our staff, when we tell the RSOs that the 2A4E is tonight, they actually get excited because they know it's going to be a huge influx of new shooters. And all of my staff have a great rapport with Tony and all of his guys and girls. So it just ends up being a party night. Then he orders pizza. I slip in. I grab a slice and I <laughs> slip back out. And uh, but you know everybody just crosses party lines and and gets along and he's introduced so many people and again if you, if you have friends and family that you've been trying to get to the range mm-hmm. tell them to come it's August twenty yeah. second August twenty second tell them to come down they can register online on diversityshoot dot com. And they don't even have to shoot if they don't want to. Here's right. a trick I right. use all the time. I want to share this trick with you guys. I've done this a hundred times. Sam Kerner was one of them. His wife, anti-gun, 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 but he wanted her to experience it. His daughters love to shoot, especially his daughter Alana. So I said to him, I said, when you're in a car one night, let me know with your wife and say you have to stop at the range and give me something or pick up something. So his wife was with him. He goes, honey, I don't even have my guns with me or anything. I'm just going to... I have to stop and see Anthony, okay? Comes in, brings his wife. I'm a third party, so I'm not the one trying to teach her how to drive stick shift. I say hi. I give her a tour, casual tour of the place, explain things. She gets to look at the place. Maybe she gets to go into bathrooms. And uh, sure shit, a week later she says, you know, I'd like to try it. Because we got the foot right. in the door. Because she didn't know what to expect. Correct. So everybody out there, come down to the diversity shoot. The other thing is, and, and this whole show is Tony's because we're, we're always perpetuating what we're doing, is he's always looking, all right? He's a big guy. He works full time. He has a wife. He's trying to start a family. He goes to every gun thing. He contacts every manufacturer. He's always looking for donations, products, services. Listen, guys and girls, this is a statewide thing. If you own a pizzeria in Fairfield and you want to donate a $50 yeah. gift certificate, right. if you want to donate you know, a free dinner for two, he's going to promote it. I'm going to promote it on the show. Everybody that attends that night, hell, they might even go there after the diversity shoot and eat that night, some of the people. Right. So it's a win-win situation. Anything that you have. Or cater pro- it. Listen, if you're a dentist, how about a free teeth cleaning? Yeah. Right. I, I, I don't know. Right. I, I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there. As long as you're 2A. If you're part of the 2A community, he's uh, listen, you have ammo you don't want. You overbought ammo. You did this. You did that. His next diversity shoot, I have 22 ammo for him. I didn't tell him yet. I got a good deal, and I told Richie to buy a few extra cases for him. So, uh, because we have to, you know, treat everybody like family here. But any product or service that you have, you're going to get free advertising. Nobody's more loyal than people in the Second Amendment community. All right? right. I will drive 60 miles past someplace to yeah. go spend my money at someone who's pro civil right. Absolutely. Okay, so anything that you have out there that you want to give, you know, you want to you want to give him a gift membership to CNJFO, ANJRPC, NRA, he'll raffle it off. He'll door prize it off. He gets, Crudo Knives has been a big friend 
All right. Every time I go to the Blade Show, we go to Blade Show. Mm-hmm. They love. They love. He's carrying a crudo right now. Was this one you were supposed to give away? I'm taking it. <laughs> okay. So that's it. This has been confiscated. He's got two He's of got them. Two on. of them. Good, because two is. Oh, re- that's from Doug gave you this, right? Doug, Doug gave me those. I've given them away to two of my uh, Patreons, patrons on Patreon because it's just worth it. Se- being a Second Amendment advocate doesn't always entail going to a rally. It doesn't entail starting a right. Second Amendment group. You can support right. the things that are out there and still be an advocate. Yeah. Look at look at. I introduced him to Doug Ritter knife rights at NRA in Indiana, right? Yes. And Doug opened his heart and donated stuff for him. And I had Doug and Sue Ritter. We had him on the show last yep. week or the week before. See what a big tent it is. Guns, right. knives, right. anything else like that. And every time I see Doug or Sue, they have nothing but positive things to say about Tony. This is the environment that we're in. So he gives them knives to donate. Henry Rifle has hooked you up. Right. Henry Rifle has donated three rifles. Three wow. rifles. Three Two rifles. of the 22s will be here on the 22nd for you to use. Um, Hunting Tactical donated their Marlin 60. They have one that's modernized. They get it from Marlin. They put their kit on it. They put a great trigger on it. I got optics for it. I put it together, and it's going to be here for people to check out. Wow. These companies give this because they really want to grow the Second Amendment community. They want to spread the culture. And they really mean it. I mean, Henry blew me away because this is a New Jersey company. The guy says, tell me what you want, yeah. and I'll buy Did you it. speak with Anthony Direct? I didn't speak with Anthony Direct. I spoke to his people, and he said, do They it. all shoot here, by the way. Yeah. There yeah. are a bunch of great people there. Just like here. If you have any trepidation whatsoever about bringing some of the people from work or some of the people from your family because you're worried, don't. Come to Gun for Hire. It's very professional. And the people here are amazing. And... um I'd really like to thank you, Anthony, for allowing us to have this here. You'll get my bill. Well, okay, don't worry about it. <clears throat> don't cash my check until February 31st. <laughs> Never worry. <laughs> but um, it, it, it is just, I'm humbled by the number of people that step up and want to make a difference. And there are a lot of people out there, they question me all the time online, what can I do in my area? You can do the exact same thing. You can volunteer. You can join your local Second Amendment advocacy group. You can go to the range. Everybody's having something. Um, say what you want about the NRA, but at least in every state, they have a chapter. Mm-hmm. They have a state chapter. Go there. That way you can see who's working in your state. You can network there. That's my advice. Start there. And if you don't like that group, go to another group. But right. become involved. That's how you get involved. By doing it. You know, he took each one, reach one, and he supersized it. Yeah, exactly. And he's helped to continue to break that narrative and bring people in of every size, shape, and color. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, so, again, a, a full circle. Donations. Listen, you could look through your stuff. All of us have. Oh, God. All of us have five or 11 <laughs> or 17 yeah. knives. New in the box that we wanted an NRA thing. That even Sandy just said holsters. I don't care. Did you sell? Did you sell that thirty-eight? And you don't have a thirty-eight anymore. Maybe you have five boxes of ammo laying around. Bring it in. We will give it to Tony, and he will shoot it. He, Tony, what was your salary last year? (laughs) (laughs) Same as it was in twenty fifteen. Yeah, pretty much. Um, he, he's not making any money. No. Selling the shirts and stuff is just to fuel the fire to keep things going. This doesn't happen by accident. The money I've spent on hotel rooms alone at the NRA show would have paid for every quote-unquote free gun that I have. 
So <laughs> it's not about the free gun. By the way, you want to be a conspiracy theorist? Just just came in on the news. There was an alleged camera malfunction uh, monitoring Epstein's prison cell, and that's why they didn't see him committing suicide. Oh, um, gee. I don't know. Maybe I work in a prison, and I might know a little bit about that. <laughs> the, the second that camera went down, phone calls get made, and somebody's standing in the window looking in that cell. Okay. It is a prison, of course. What do you got in your prison purse today? Desert Eagle. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless-looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. The world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick. But just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. Just hold that thought. So before we get back to Tony, let's talk about this. The Cheeseman case is progressing. They're getting close to $40,000 in donations. Please pass it on to your friends and family. GoFundMe.com forward slash restore dash carry dash NJ. 
They need donations, $5, $10, $50. David Jensen is heading the case. Jay Factor is backing up the case with his 2A knowledge. And Mark Cheeseman uh, put his money and his freedom where his mouth is. So please support those who support you. A couple other things. I got an email from Alex from Newton, PA. He goes, Anthony, we need to buckle up because the rhino Republicans are siding with the leftists all over the country just as they've done in New Jersey. Keep up the fight because your show is very inspirational and hopefully wakes up the couch potato 2A crowd. I tell everyone I run across they need to listen to your show each and every week. Well, I'll tell you what. This whole red flag thing is blowing up now. It's going to go nationwide for sure the de- oh, the republicans absolutely. are going to succumb probably to assault weapons and they're going to succumb oh. to the red flag and you know what a red you know, trump is like well whoever talks to him last is where he's going right, but here's the only thing is the only thing is trump talks without thinking we all know that yeah. and then after he does eric trump has a direct line to his ear uh, not Eric, Donald Jr., because Donald Jr. is a big gun guy, NRA guy, 2A guy. Wayne LaPierre had spoken to Donald Trump last week and issued a statement as well. Uh, so it's looking much better. Don't forget, the Senate reconvenes in September, and a lot of it will have calmed down and subsided by then. And the election cycle is starting, too, which, you know, they can talk all the crap they want. It's kind of going to get watered down a little bit. The red flag scares me because if we get a national red flag like we have in New Jersey with no due process, Mm -hmm. then we're screwed. Think about this. The people that report my posts are the same people that will report you and have your guns taken away because they're offended. I have never reported a post. If I don't like a post, I delete it or block it if it's really offensive. If it's borderline, I just look at it. Like when... Back in the day when Obama was president, if somebody posted a derogatory photo of Obama or his daughters or his wife, I used to delete it. If the person was excessively doing that, then I would block them. Right. Okay? Because it's just it's just not my thing, right? But I never reported anybody. No. But so but that's what's happening today. So that's how a red flag law works, ladies and gentlemen. You're gonna post something and they're gonna notify the police and without due process they're gonna take your guns, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So be careful with this whole red flag mm-hmm. law thing. I just did a whole interview with the Netherlands again about background checks and I went over the whole process. I had all the paperwork out, even though it's electronic now. And they were amazed. The two reporters from the Netherlands were amazed because following Obama, remember right. Obama said it's right. easier to order a gun online right. than it is a laptop, sure. right? Yeah. They, they couldn't believe, wait a minute, you have to get all of this done? Yes, we have to get all of this done. And then you're assuming there's no loopholes. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be bad for us uh, nationally. We're already screwed in New Jersey. There's nothing else we can do. Governor Murphy this week called on uh, Trump to push banning of assault weapons federally and red flag laws so i sent a message to governor murphy i'm like but he's not your president nice right so so why could he be asking him for anything he says all the time that donald trump's not his president right right so i don't know why would you ask him for something right now go to hell uh anyway (laughs) he and beto ought to get together and uh i don't know yes so of course, what is Sweeney doing? Because Sweeney wants to be governor. So what is he's such a hoe? I I, I love it. He's the yeah. quintessential politician. So what he's doing is he's supporting a bill to ban pension investments in New Jersey in the gun industry. Okay, <laughs> that <laughs> that's gonna do it. Yeah. Well, he can't hurt himself right. with anything else, you know, because he has to toe that center right. line. He has to right. split the margins because he wants to be. Um, you know, the next governor. 
Here's uh, the NRA ILA statement. The NRA welcomes the president's call to address the root causes of the horrific acts of violence that have occurred in our country. It has been the NRA's longstanding position that those who have been adjudicated as a danger to themselves or others should not have access to a firearm and should be admitted for treatment. The NRA did not say they support red flag laws. The NRA has been fighting at the federal level and state level to have due process added to any red flag laws that slip through their fingers and pass. Okay, Basically turning red flag laws into the same as calling 911. Mm-hmm. All right, but a cute word for it is red flag law. New Jersey, we don't have due process, and the NRA supported us in ANGRPC. But again, I see the post. Well, the NRA didn't do anything for red flag laws in New Jersey. We have a super majority in the Assembly and the yeah, Senate, right. and we have an anti-gun governor. So what is the NRA supposed to do? Right. All they could do is help fund well, it. The we can go down people, and testify. Yeah, the same people who are complaining about what the NRA didn't do probably voted for this guy hold on to save their pensions actually most of them stayed home 70 percent of them well, yep. yeah with their There's butts that right. and kept it at home yep yeah so if you're going to complain about it and you didn't vote what the fuck yes now the other thing that gets me is this nra is selling us out the state nra is selling us out they're working with the legislators well how do you get a place at the table and get to help form the law mm-hmm if you're not present. Yeah, right. So either you can guide them or you can let these people with their 30-clip magazines. Double barrel. <laughs> double, double barrel. 30-clip <laughs> extended magazines um, <laughs> make up the laws. Right. Or you can go there and go, listen, this is unacceptable and, and this is how this truly works. I mean, you can either be part of the legislative process. Or get locked out. Or get ran over by yeah. the legislative process. Right. Between Darren Goins, Rob Nixon, Scott Bach little bit of me and some friends during the Christie administration we canned more bills than you can imagine we reworded more bills than you can imagine and believe it or not under Murphy the past two years we've derailed a few bills and we've had the wording changed on a few bills because Rob Nixon has his foot in the door and even the Democrats who are worried about re-election and you know they have to look at both sides they'll go to Rob Nixon and say this bill is being introduced in committee what are your thoughts and Scott Bach, Evan Knapp and Jan Schmutter they all jump on it I get input on it and then we go back and we're like a senator or assemblyman uh, you know if you keep this wording in it's you know you're gonna your phones are gonna melt this thing and we've had that happen but we can't espouse that we can't Mm. advertise that we can't say senator simon changed the bill because of us all right this is what happens you know we get shit about it again correct correct so a lot of that goes on now we're catching a lot of crap this is my first year on the board and there's a lot of people out there attacking the nra for their own yeah. You know, some of them, their their Feathering careers their and businesses yeah. were dwindling, so now they jumped on this, and they're the boss of these organizations, and they have these other little serfs working under them, and they're out in the media every day under the auspices that they're going to save the NRA, but what they're really doing is they're saving their failing, dying careers, okay? So what happens is now we're getting crap because our board meeting is in Anchorage, Alaska. Now, everybody's saying the NRA has no money, it's under fire, it's just, we're, we're spending money, we're going on cruises, fishing trips, and everything. Here's the, here's the facts. Colonel Wayne Anthony Ross, Lieutenant Governor of Alaska, board member for a long time, he's wanted the board meeting in Anchorage, Alaska, 
forever. So the NRA plans everything five years out. So four or five years ago, they planned to have the board meeting in Anchorage. Bingo. They book it. Now all of this crap has been going on with the NRA, the, you know, Game of Thrones stuff and everything, and everybody's saying we're wasting money. Well, first of all, this it would be more expensive if we canceled it now and pay the cancellation fees and have it in Fairfax, Virginia. Secondly, this board meeting is actually cheaper in Anchorage than in Fairfax because it's only it's a reduced amount of people going. Right. All the NRA staff is not going. All, all only a certain amount of board members. Some of the committee meetings are being done teleconference or whatever. So it's actually cheaper. We have a, a gun event and a dinner event or something that that are sponsored by local Alaskan groups. There is no cruise. There is no fishing trips. If there is, I guess you have to pay for them. Now, this is how this board member works, and this is how this board member worked when he was a committee member and not a board member. I paid for my own flight, right. business class, round trip. The NRA books the hotels in blocks. I don't know what they negotiate. They're paying for my hotel. They have buffet breakfast, lunch, and dinners every day open to the staff and the board members and committee members. I will be eating those rubber chickens, the same food every day that they serve every hotel, if any of you have ever yeah, been to a conference. Right. So yeah. this bullshit that we're all going out there, and I'm going to be in Alaska for five days, you know, tuna fishing or whatever the <laughs> hell it is. Okay, I'm going to be eating tuna fish right now. I can tell you that, bumblebee. But it's a bunch of bullshit. <clears throat> the whole thing with LaPierre, this $6 million mansion, during Newtown, Connecticut, he was getting threats. Uh, our marketing company said, well, let's look for a house for you to move for retirement because, you know, he's been swatted at his house and people come to his house and they spray paint shit on his house. And they looked, they showed it. He didn't like the house. He said, let's go. Now that old marketing company leaked that he was going to buy a $6 million mansion and have the NRA pay for it. Total falsehoods. Okay, total falsehoods because of the lawsuits that are going on, and of course these people who are trying to boost their, their careers back up to where they were before from a 1 to 10, like a 3, and they're trying to get back up to that 3 because they're negative 10 now, they keep pushing this shit out. Okay, so that's all I want to say about that. Uh, Tony is coming back on right now. He looks like he swallowed something. You okay there? What did you eat? Is that a crudo knife? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, he just it came out of his prison purse. It's a Desert Eagle in gold tiger stripe. It's pretty and nice. And it was loaded, and he had three extra magazine clip, high capacity double barrel, barrel, ba barrel, full of hollow points. Magazine <laughs> full of hollow points. So Tony, tell people how they could support, where they could Not go, what the anymore. next events are besides August twenty second. What else you do? You guys do Minuteman Challenge. You do all kinds of funky. We shit. got the Minuteman Challenge coming up. Minuteman Challenge is coming up. It's going to be the pistol caliber carbine Minuteman. Challenge Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, <laughs> Raceway Park, <laughs> actually Fort Dix. Um, the the Close. the Close. next uh, diversity shoot is of course August twenty second. The one after that is October seventeenth. Save and those. Wait, wait, wait. August twenty second and October seventeenth. Save those dates. If it's December too 5th. soon for you, or, and December fifth, there's yep. three left this year. There's no excuse for you. Listen, if you're working right now and you've got a coworker that's on the fence, and he doesn't care, he doesn't discriminate, he doesn't care, uh, tall, short, fat, ugly, pretty, white, green, blue, gay, lesbian, he's had 81 of the 84 genders here already at the Virginia <laughs> Shoot. Okay? Who cares? Right. We don't care. So those are the dates, August 22nd, October 17th, December 5th. You have three more times to think about donating, attending, bringing friends, bringing family, whatever it is you can do. And we you have can a calendar. DiversityShoot.com. Diversity the calendar is on DiversityShoot.com. You can check it out. Just, just 
favorite book market, whatever you want to do. And when these events are coming up, you're going to be able to click on diversityshoot.com and purchase a ticket to it. So, And when you go to Fort Dix, when you're done, you can go to Sebastian's Schnitzel House. That bastard. Really? Oh. We're yeah. going to have to find a new place Seriously. to eat anyway. We've... Uh, let me tell you about the Minuteman Challenge. Yeah, tell, us, tell us about the Minuteman Challenge. Man, you know they really don't mean all you can eat when they say all you can I eat. I know. <laughs> oh, all you can eat today, fat boy. Whatever. <laughs> um, what I was saying is the Minuteman Challenge is a friendly competition. What we're trying to do is get people to use that gun that you have in the back of your closet. Mm. And it's just a fun shooting event. There's no pressure. Um, we're shooting small targets, but it's speed and precision. You have to balance those two things. Two mags, 200 rounds, fun. If you don't have the gun, oh, we recommend. Sounds um, We can provide it for an additional fee. We can provide our firearm and our ammo. You just have to, of course, pay for the ammo. Um, but it's we have a different one every time. Rimfire, semi-automatic rimfire, sometimes manual rimfire. So it's if you have a bolt action or a lever action, bring that, and that's what we're running that time. Pistol caliber carbines, pistols, AR-15s, or just centerfire semi-automatic. We do it all, including even iron sight versions if you're not one of the dudes that are cool. tactical. I'm an iron sight dot. guy. It's a fun event that we just want to introduce people to the culture and have people participate. Because if you don't use your Second Amendment, sometimes people don't appreciate it. Right. And it dwindles. Exactly. That's cool. So, you're the guy. You're always down there with me, with Trenton. We testify. <laughs> you get politically active. We know it's not easy sticking our neck out, volunteering our time, having to go to Trenton, have to park 17 miles away in a garage that costs $30 for two hours, and have to walk 17 <laughs> right. miles in the rain, uphill, uphill both uphill ways. ways. <laughs> and then, you go, I told you, you go inside. And they keep us there for six or seven hours before they take our testimony. You didn't bring food with you. There's nothing to eat. You hit the water fountain, and the water comes out a sixteenth of an inch outside the spigot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you'd have to put your mouth on it and right. suck the water out. It's all part of the plan. They oh, sit up oh. higher than us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They take breaks. And when we go up and testify, don't you love how they talk amongst themselves when you go up and give testimony? Mm-hmm. Doesn't it feel great as a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen to be treated like shit? Well, if you want them to pay attention, do what I did. And just call them racist and do that for three straight minutes oh they listen now <laughs> <laughs> what i'm doing next time is it work for us <laughs> what i'm doing next time is i'm packing a lunch bag and a timer and when i go up and start <laughs> get my te- i am when i go up to get my testimony if they start talking amongst themselves i'm going to take the lunch bag take the timer out and click it and start eating my tuna sandwich or whatever and when they ask me what i'm doing i say well I'm allowed two minutes of testimony, and every time I come here, as soon as I start talking, you start talking amongst yourselves, ordering your lunch or whatever. So obviously, I'm gonna have lunch. I'll, I'll wait until you're done and you're ready to hear my testimony. But I'm going to take advantage of my time like you do. Nice. And I'm going to have a timer there, and this way I can time how much time I have left. If it was ten <laughs> seconds into whatever, and I know that I won't fight the state police because they're just doing their job, right. and they'll probably extract me from there. But I, I want to send a message because when the moms demand and the Bloombergs and the every towns get up there, they listen to them and they ask questions and they thank them for coming. Mm-hmm. When we come up, they go, Mr. Calandro, you woke up. So I want to, and there they go. Right. You know, the and few Republicans will pay attention. Yeah, they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. I know it's a lack of respect for us, but, you know, again, they sit up high, they look down upon us, and they were passing a menu around the last time they I They really testimony. think that the other side, and this is what I love about Tony's group, they really think that the other side is their constituents. 
and they're not <laughs> because those people probably don't even vote. Um, they like was, to show. They're showing up because somebody paid them to show up. So Correct. I walked in from the parking lot with some mom's demand from that underground parking lot, <laughs> right? And, you know, I have no shirt on that says second is for everyone. I can't, I'm come dressed, collar, shirt, buttoned down. He looked cute. Oh, I was hot. Yeah. <coughs> I was thick with three C's. Um, so I'm walking with these ladies, and they all have the mom's demand shirt. And, of course, being black guy, of course, I must be with them, right? <laughs> so I'm walking through. And I'm just listening to them yammer on about how, you know, they got paid, lunches paid for for them and everything for their little trip down. Nice. And how they all stopped at Starbucks together. You got their, and they just, you got yeah, their coffee. They just That's made good. a little day out oh, of it. sure. They don't ever get out of the damn house. So I sat beside them. If you saw the newspaper picture I posted, I'm right beside the Moms Demand pit people in the background. Man, the look on their face when I stood up and blasted them with the racist history of gun control and then sat back down. It was like I farted in church. They couldn't get far enough away from a brother. I thought we were cool. Come on, Becky. We were sitting beside each other, Karen. Where you going? You know, if you're surprised that Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide, just imagine how surprised he was. <laughs> <laughs> right. The guy walked in and said, you're committing suicide now, bro. No, no, really? No, 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 really. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, are. No, you yeah, are. you are. Yes, yes. Cut the camera. <laughs> camera malfunction coming up, cell three. <laughs> oh, my God. We're so screwed. We are. We totally are. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I guess we got to be We're going to do some business. We'll do that. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out, and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction, and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left, you'll see our large classroom, and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house 
to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Every week. And this segment is brought to you by Shooter's Gauntlet, shootersgauntlet.com. Bob Ramos. Still in need of a helicopter. He still needs a helicopter, Hull. Uh, shootersgauntlet.com, that's where we train out to 1,500 yards in Monroe Town, PA. He has two machine gun shoots a year. Josh Prince, Adam Kraut, all of those guys, Chuck Leonard, they're all out there having a great time. You need to join these guys and have some fun. Now, I want to talk about something because... Tony, you're going to end this with a learning thing about protecting your rights, what people can do and how they can help, okay? But I wanted to talk about, where is it? I'm looking for it right now. Okay, let's see if anybody finds a common thread here. The mm, top ten murder capitals in New Jersey. <laughs> wait, wait, I know the common thread. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, Camden is number one. But no. I thought Norcross revitalized that no, really? with all of our government monies, <laughs> a.k.a. Boss taxpayer Hog? money. Yeah. Okay. Number one is <laughs> Nor uh, Camden. Number two is Nork. But Cory no. Booker fixed it. No. Cory Booker fixed it. Number three is Trenton. No way. Number four, Atlantic City. No. Yep. Seriously? Number five, Bridgeton. I don't even know where that is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that's flyover country okay. for you. Number yeah. six, Irvington. Irvington? Yep. Oh, suburb. Of Number North. seven, Patterson. Yeah. Right Number eight, Long Branch. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Number nine, East Orange. And number ten, Maplewood. Hold on, okay. Maplewood. Where's Where's Bedminster? I didn't I didn't hear Bedminster. <laughs> or North Caldwell, <laughs> or Summit, or Peapack Gladstone. Coltsnet. Yeah. Is, is Coltsnet on there? No, no, no Coltsnet's no. not on so, there for some strange reason. I'm not sure what it. The would be. first thing you can think about is that a they're all Democratic controlled. Okay. You think? Yeah. B these are all the cities that swing. The elections. What about Asbury Park? Where right. does that fall? It's on? not. It, they only listed the top ten. Oh, okay. Eleven. Uh, it's probably okay. eleven. Yeah, I was going to say. But eleven pushing for ten. These yeah. are the these are the cities that swing the election. Let's face it. They yes. have the most amount of votes. Yes. And the people voted over and over again. Like Mastre says, all gun control is racist, et cetera, right. et cetera. Yeah. But uh, it's interesting that again, every time there's a shooting, these cities will push for more gun control, and more gun control will not help these cities. And you know what really sucks is, in these ten cities, the majority of them, when the law-abiding, taxpaying citizen goes to get a permit, they're discriminated upon. Right. 
right? Absolutely. Not the criminals. No. I just mm -mm. found out yesterday from a retired criminals state trooper. Criminals don't never get permits. I just found out yesterday from a retired state trooper in the inner cities, the Bloods and the Crips, yeah. they rent guns. Mm-hmm. Did you knew that, Tom? They community rent gun. them out to people? They have community guns. So if a gang member... <laughs> listen, they'll rent, a, yeah, they'll rent a gun out to a smaller gang. Like the Bloods, somebody will come up from the Latin Kings and say, we need a gun to go kill somebody. They'll rent them the gun. They keep these guns hidden in safe houses, like abandoned building basements or Get whatever. Out. Yes. And the gun will be used in a crime. They found, FBI and the state police have found, like... Six unrelated shootings of different gang factions that don't speak with From each other. Gun. And the forensics show it's the same gun. Oh, holy crap. Yeah. Yep. They rent the gun out because it's hard to get a gun. Now, but, uh, go ahead. You. Now, you rent guns out, right? And, and But you can't right, leave the building with it. Yeah, but here, wait. See, oh, here's the thing. Uh, do the Latin Kings, do, do the... Uh, does the uh, uh, the, the state police come in and check their books, and uh, <laughs> ATF come in and check their books. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, they do take your driver's license uh, when you go to rent they a do, gun. They do. That's true. Until that you bring true. It and they yeah, we hold you your ID. Your, your driver's license is our passport. And, and, yeah. Until you, yeah. But, but, yeah, so they actually rent the guns out. So these cities, wow. these ten cities are – forget Long Branch, but you look at Camden, Newark, Trenton, Atlantic City, Patterson – those five right there, and East Orange is densely populated. You have six cities that swing an election. So the Democrats yeah, are always yeah. there kissing mm -hmm. ass, promising everything. Right. A legal form of slavery, keeping yes. them down, right. promising free shit over freedom, and we're going to help. And what has the state, the gov federal government, or any of your Democratic leadership done for you in those cities ever except line their own pockets? And it's time the for poor people, people to wake who are up. living amongst these murder capitals, I'm using air quotes here, tried to get a the law-abiding citizens try to get a gun permit they'll never get the gun permit no no because it's intentionally like tony says how many times have we said it here gun control has always been about race control mm -hmm. since jim crow days since prior to Jim Crow days, as someone yeah, who lived prior, in Trenton, right. yeah, as someone who lived in Trenton in a neighborhood that started going bad while I was there it's got regular people in it that work. Yeah. Multiple jobs. Yeah. Decent human right. beings. Right. Uh, my neighbors were every color in the rainbow um, and worked multiple jobs or worked as truck drivers. Just decent people. Trying to get your <clears throat> kids safely back and forth to school. And we all knew each other on our one block. We knew each other by sight. We stopped. We talked to each other on the stoop, mainly because my wife made friends with the old heads on the block. And uh, she would go talk to them, and, she, and they would introduce her to the Hispanic family over here, mm -hmm. to that family, the young Hispanic family over there, or the black family there. Um, you know, the twin sisters across the street that both worked at the hospital. Their brother that got hurt on a construction site, but he's still doing side jobs. We knew all of these people. Then all of a sudden, the, the drug dealer moved in. Be. Yeah. Then a drug dealer moved in. Yeah. And it wasn't a stranger. These people don't come from another planet. It was one of the guys who um, was about to lose his house uh, because of the whole um, housing market bubble. 2008. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and uh, he was about to lose his home. And his nephew was like, hey, Unc, I got a way for you to keep your house. So he started slinging out of the house across the street from us. Oh. What do you do? Right. This guy was just trying to keep his house. Well, what happened is Unc started partying a little too much, too. He mm -hmm. was in his 60s. 
every Friday during the summer, he'd have heart palpitations. They had to bring the ambulance. The ambulance. Uh, the ambulance. Probably not doing the crack cocaine <coughs> so, is a, so, bad, uh, anyway, a good idea. We watched it get worse and worse because now all of a sudden he brought in girls to work. Oh. Now we have prostitution and drug deal juice on our streets and people stopping by and we weren't having it. We talked to him. Uncle didn't do anything. The neighbors knew his daughters who lived in Florida. They were like, look, your dad is doing this. Every weekend we have an emergency. Y'all need to come get your dad. They did. This kid kept selling drugs, kept running a prostitution ring. We called the police. It took all summer, but they busted the guy. My wife and I were actually sitting across the street and watched the raid go down. Nice. You're responsible for what happens in your neighborhood. This doesn't happen to you unless you let it happen to you. You're also responsible for what happens in your state capital and in your city capital. You have to participate to make the change you want to see. It just doesn't happen. I did a post today and somebody told me, oh, if you truly believe what you said, you wouldn't vote because the only way uh, to win is not to even play the game. I'm like, what? Understand something. You automatically lose at that point. If you think you're smart by not participating in the civic process, by not voting, let me tell you what kind of idiots come in and vote while you sit at home. These people are going to determine who you pay taxes to, how much tax you pay, and everything else. And And they they don't pay tax. And they come in as dumb as a post, some of the people that vote at my voting place. I'm not going to tell you where it is because it would be insulting to the people that are stupid. But, um... (laughs) They don't even know who's running. They vote yeah. according to party or right. some what right. someone told them. Right. So when you're not participating, uh, only 3% of the people voted in the primary in my district. 3%. 3%. You, those 3% allowed, excuse me, the 97% allowed those 3% to dictate who's going to be on the ballot in November. Right. Do you feel smart now? Right. Come out and participate in the process People died for you to have that right, and you're ignoring it. Don't do that, because that's what they, quote unquote, want you to do. Fill in whoever the heck you want they to be. Yeah, yeah, right. They want you to sit at home and not be a part of this process. We can make that difference. If the one million gun owners voted as a block in the last election, Bucktooth Jackass would not be the governor right Right. now. Or Bucktooth Jackass would be pro-gun. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't. You stayed at home. Right. Elections have consequences. Whether you vote or don't, elections have consequences. And that's what I continually try to do. My thing is not about guns and death and hatred. It's about freedom. And you have a choice and empowerment and love. You love your family. You should be able to protect them from anyone, from someone trying to break in to your government if trying to hurt you. You should exercise your power, not only believing in the Second Amendment, but believing in anything. Anything you feel strongly about, you should participate in making sure that happens. I don't care what your political outlook is. Be a part of the process. Make it happen. That's all. Empowerment. Did you hear those words? This is from a Marine, a guy who grew up down south. Works, has a government job. Is it a government job or state job? State. Right? Married. Mm-hmm. Wife works, pays his taxes, minds his business, gets into guns, has an epiphany, and 
is volunteering his time. He had a calling. I had this calling, too, but I get crap from people because they say I, I own a gun range, so the only reason I do it is because I, I want to bring more money you in, which doesn't... before you ever owned a gun it, range Exactly. It's just I just happen to be able to turn my my passion into a career. Right. So any haters out there, I don't care. Be gay if you, because I still continue to what I do. Uh, you know, there's a couple of gun range owners, like Bob Viden, that are vocal, but the rest of them hide their heads in the sand. They don't take that effort out there. That's why I ask people to like me, share me, follow me, support me, come to the range, spend money, pass it on, because it doesn't happen by accident. Since the range is opened, April was six years. Our charitable contributions have exceeded $400,000, okay, from Gun for Hire. We track it all. We're only allowed to write off like $55,000 right. a year. Right. Uh, so uh, we're way over that because I never say no to anybody, especially right. if it's a good cause. Dogs, Second Amendment, anything like that, animals. So right now, um, as of yesterday, the report I got from Rich, it was $410,000 in charitable contributions. So anybody out there thinks that I don't put my money where my mouth is and my freedom. Listen, when I was going through my thing, I got locked up three times, and prosecutor said that uh, I was a big fish because I was good for her resume because I'm a big fish in the 2A community. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just do it all for the money. I'm, I'm actually rolling in it. All my, With the addition being done, all my money's tied up in long-term debt. My CPA said that if I live to be 147, <laughs> I will be in the black. Okay, so. <laughs> My CPA said if I live to be 147, then he looked at me and just stopped talking. <laughs> Ainsley, Ainsley Reynolds says there's two things you don't do in New Jersey, die or retire. That's right. Okay, and um, Ainsley, we'd love to see you back again. And uh, no, no, we don't. You know, maybe you should stop by for a second. It's for everyone. Tony, how can people find you? You can find me on DiversityShoot.com. DiversityShoot.com. I also have Facebook page, Simon Says Train. Second is for Everyone is also a Facebook page. Instagram, Simon Says Train. You can become a patron, patron on Patreon. $20 and above may win a handgun. Join in August. $20 and above donators will win a handgun. CZ, T10. Um, what else? What's your radio show? This 2A4E podcast. 2A4E podcast. So we have a lot of stuff coming up. NRA instructor classes in September. Urban Precision Rifle in September at Shooter's Gauntlet. Holster Draw August 9th. Is this August? It's past August 9th. Forget that class. Atenzia Kali Pen Knife September 15th. Saw September 10th. The next Saw Meetup October 28th after that. August 22nd, Diversity Shoot. Check it out. DiversityShoot.com. Thank you all. Hope to see you soon, some bitches. And like Anthony says, Look, it is a, a good thing to support this guy. He's a good guy. We've known him forever. And he does this really from his heart and down to his last thin nickel. So if you've got a restaurant and want to cater one of these events... because That's a great idea. Talk, yeah. How many pizzas do you usually order? 10 to 12. Any pizzerias or anybody out there want to donate 10 to 12 pizzas on a diversity shoot, you'll get a shout-out on Gun For Hire Radio, the 2A4E podcast, and the night of the diversity shoot. You can drop off menus. You can drop off coupons, whatever right. you want. Who knows? You might gain a few customers. Right. And you will the, gain a few customers. With the markup on pizzas, 
it's the best advertising you can get. I'll take a meatball parm well done. That's right. <laughs> it's always about Meaning food. burnt. <laughs> Make it two. Make it two. All right. I'll go with three. Well, you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gunfire Hour Radio. Gunfire Radio is a kind of media production. The music is in broadcast. It's by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. We love you guys. See you next week.